0: Welcome to the City Beautiful Church podcast. Thank you for taking the time to join our family as we strive to live together in heavenly reality. For more great content, visit us online at citybeautiful.ch.
1: What's going on, everybody? Thanks Thanks for this weird, wild, and wacky shift in protocol where we went straight into community time. What a trip. I'm still my heart's beating a little fast and uh I thankful there's down. thankful there's a stool here. I'm actually not because every time I'm up on stage, like those of you who've seen me, I'm like just a ball of neuroses and I like to walk around. So uh I'm probably just gonna develop a tick during this time. Uh for those of you who don't know me, my name is Steve. I'm one of the elders here. Um so City Beautiful is an elder-led church. We have a team of folks who are thinking about the church, praying about it, um, trying to help lead us in a direction that we feel like the Lord is going. And um, some of us are going to be
2: walking us through Praxis Sunday, including these two to my left. Yeah, I'm Sam Blummel. Um, this is my wife, Kristen. You can say something about yourself if you want, but uh, I just want, I want, I want you all to know I'm sitting on this throne uh, because I, I'm recovering from knee surgery. This is actually my fourth day off crutches, but... Uh, that's that's why it's a, I'm in the middle. It's a little different, but yeah, I'm Sam. <laughs> that's
0: good. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. All right,
1: nailed it. So, um, how many of you you have been to at least one Praxis Sunday before? Just for real, raise your hand, even if you're even if you're shy. Okay, keep it, keep them up, keep them up, keep them up. How many of you have a working definition? Like I could call you up right now and tell me what the word Praxis means in the English language? All right, like half your hands went down. Um, someone stayed up, I actually talked to some people and someone was like very convinced. They were like, it's a made up word. It's just like our thing that we made up. It's our brand for like sign up for stuff Sunday. And I'm like, okay, um, maybe we should just revisit this. Um,
0: it was an elder.
1: I'm not here. I'm not here to throw anyone under the bus, um, but I will if you talk to me afterwards. I used to work in ministry, so I spent 10 years uh, as like a campus pastor here in Orlando at UCF, go Knights. Um, and one of my mentors said, vision leaks. And what he meant by that was if you have a specific vision, even if it's a great one, um, we're, we're busy people and these uh, churches or these ministries that are so core to us as leaders are just a part of people's everyday lives. And so even if it's compelling, it kind of falls away over time and you have to remind people over and over and over again. We had a very strong vision to be a multi-ethnic community at UCF, which was pretty radical among campus ministries. Um, and so I, I, just talked about it a lot and kind of reminded people and, um, Over the course of time, we built a 200 person ministry that was um, completely multi-ethnic, reflective of the campus demographic when all the other ministries on campus were 90 plus percent one ethnicity. Um, That's not to say they were like bad, it was just a a vision and a value for us, but we hammered it all the time. Like at least every other week we would mention it and every quarter we would kind of go deep. And so Praxis is kind of a, a micro example of vision leaking. It's not a made up word. It means practice, Um, and I was looking at it, it it actually really has not been that popular um, historically as a word, like its usage in the English language has really cropped up since the 50s. And what happened is, um, as academia became kind of this institution, and you could be a professional uh, thinker, a professional theologian, an armchair philosopher, there was a counter movement that said, hey, um, just thinking about this stuff isn't really the point. Um, Christianity is, is an expression of a belief in God, a lived reality. It's when the, the, the absolute cataclysm of the human experience collides with a living God, and that happens in the real world with dirt and blood and tears. Um, and so we have to have a concept of praxis. What does it mean to live out our faith? Um, and you're like, really, you're overselling Sign Up For Stuff Sunday, um, and, and I feel that way, like I've, I've like kind of in the back of my mind before the last two weeks of thinking about this, been like this is kind of the ultimate meeting that could have been an email. But it's not if you don't want it to be. Really, what is our vision? Our vision for the year is, is a, from the throne flows a river of renewal, which is like weird and uh, you know, ambiguous as Ryan has said. We don't know what that means, but something is gonna be renewed. It could be you, it could be me, it could be all of us, it could be the city of Orlando. Uh, maybe all of the above. But Praxis is an opportunity for you to say, how am I engaging with this community to participate in that renewal? What what is my role here? Um, Not just as someone who's being renewed, but can I contribute to the renewal? Uh, Is signing up for the tech booth just a thing that I could do? Or is it a catalyst for creating a space where someone can interact with God during worship because the lights are low enough that they're not looking around to see what other people are wearing. I don't know. Uh, The people up in Greenhouse, are they really laying a foundation for these children to believe in Jesus Christ? I believe so. Except the little ones, the potatoes, they can't think. Um, But it still matters because if you're a parent, you know the difference between sitting in here and trying to hear from the Lord versus sitting in here and trying to hear from the Lord while you're keeping a child quiet or running out five times to, like, rock them. Um, So even they, who are not necessarily teaching the kids, just by being with them are providing a catalyst for a a possible encounter. So to that end, we're going to talk briefly about community, serving, and giving, which are kind of the the three pillars, the way that you can be involved. And the first one is going to be community. Is that okay? We good? You with me? You tracking? I'm overselling it, but that's fine. I've never been accused of being uh, bland. Um, so you can, you can debate me, but just let me have this. Um, so when I, think, when I think about community, um, I always think of Mark 2. So there was these, uh, these friends who took their, their buddy, who was a paralytic, on a mat to see Jesus. And the crowd was so thick that they were like, We can't get in to see Jesus, what can we do? And one of them, probably um, a second born son, because my son is destructive in this way, was like, let's go up onto the roof and dig through the roof of their house and drop the guy in there. And then he'll be like right in the middle in front of Jesus. And the others were like, sold. So they went in, they they tore a hole in someone's roof and dropped the guy down. And um, it's a a stunning passage for a number of reasons. Uh, There's an element of Jesus revealing his divine authority But small groups are like that. We are all community groups. We are all in some way uh, suffering and afflicted. And we take turns being the ones who are on the mat and letting our friends carry us to Jesus. And we take turns being the carriers. That's what community... Hey, all right. Thanks. Um, So that's what our community groups are supposed to be. they're not supper clubs or book clubs. They can be those things, but in the context of Christian community where we have that thread in common, where we're trying to figure out who Jesus is and how to live our lives and how to think about life in this modern world through the lens of this ancient faith, we have to do it alongside people. Uh, A theologian, well, not a theologian. He's a psychologist, I guess. He's now deceased, RIP, Dr. Larry Crabb. said, you can't really follow Jesus if no one else knows your story. I think that's a paraphrase. I was looking for the quote, I couldn't find it. It was up very late. Jenna's out of town, don't judge me. But the community groups are an opportunity for people to know your story so that they can have insight into your soul and know when it's time to carry you and put you in front of Jesus. So rather than just talk about why community groups are great, we're gonna give you a random opportunity to have an awkward interaction with people you don't know. Yes! Get excited. Uh, Community group leaders, if you are leading in any way a community group, can you just kind of, whoop, just stand up? I dare you to. Uh, They'll do anything on a dare. Why are you all on this side? This is like the concentrated side of people who don't lead community groups? I don't know. Um, Okay. So uh, this is going to be logistically not organized. But I want you guys to try and, as even as possible, get around some community group leaders. And we've recently said, what is your word for the year? We're gonna share that uh, along with maybe a sentence or two about how you came to that word for the year and and what you're hoping to experience out of that word for the year. Now, if you're new or if you didn't do it because you're like, word for the year, I don't do what I'm told, um, that's fine. If you made like a New Year's resolution or if you feel like the Lord moving in any way um, at this kind of like arbitrary turning point of January, Um, You can share that, and if none of those things apply to you, then maybe just share, like, have you had an experience in community before um, that you either loved or hated? So down the line, those are your, like, A-plus if you did Word for the Year. B, uh, just kidding. I'm not grading your Christianity. I am. Um, Okay. We're going to give you, like, substantial time, like 10 to 15 minutes. So go find some people, ideally that you don't know, and just talk about your Word for the Year and have a little microcosm of community. Go. Go.
0: Go ahead and wrap it up. I don't know if my mic's on. Go ahead and wrap it up. Find your seat or a seat or a lap, whatever. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, I just want to say I'm really proud of you guys for spending time talking to each other. Sometimes that's scary. Our church has this reputation of being an introverted church. Am I the only one who's heard that? Okay. So I'm proud of you introverts for going out of your seats and going to talk to people. Yes. <laughs> that can be hard. Um, so I get to talk about serving, which is fun. Um when I started thinking about how would I talk about serving, I thought about well, how would Jesus talk about serving, so I thought we'd start there. Uh, yeah, good question. So Mark uh, 9, 33 through 37, you can put it on the screen so I can actually read it. Um, here we go. After they arrived at Capernaum, and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, what were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. That would be so embarrassing. (laughs) He sat down and called the 12 disciples over to him and said, whoever wants to be first must take the last place and be the servant of everyone else. Um, So that's what Jesus says about serving. I was thinking about uh, a few, maybe it was last year, our daughter's in second grade. So in first grade, she was learning about describing words. So one of the papers, she had to write words to describe herself in school. And so she wrote, strawberry blonde, uh, hazel eyes, servant of all, (laughs) but it was spelled like S-R-V-N-T. She missed all the vowels in that, that's okay. Um, but it's because we talk to her about being a servant of all. When she says, why do I have to take out the trash? We tell her, because you are a servant of all. Um, You can ask her. She'll tell you, I'm a servant of all. Um, Sometimes the attitude's not great, but... Uh, in, In the kingdom of God, in kingdom culture, this is what the Lord asks us to do. So why serve? Because Jesus asks us to. Uh, and then we'll go to the second verse, which is Romans twelve four through 8. Romans 12, 4 through 8. I don't have it memorized. <laughs> I could look it up on my phone. Um, okay, Romans 12. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you like, sorry, if you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. That's like the easiest, funnest gift. If you have that, use that. For real. Um... If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have the gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Um, So when we were talking about why serve, uh, Jenna actually said um, you do it for two reasons. One, um, because it's a need and because that's what we're called to do. So you might look at the list of things that we need and you think, I could do that. And then you also, Romans 12, you serve out of gifting. So I was thinking, when in my life have I done this? Um, So the first one, serving out of need. I actually, I'm sorry to say, I'm a parent of two, but I don't really like kids. Um, Ryan a few weeks ago had us raise our hands if we liked kids. And I didn't. (laughs) Um, I like mine, but in general, kids are not my strength which is kind of funny because I was a nanny and I come from a big family. But I would rather serve like anywhere else. But I have served in Greenhouse uh, years before I did it for a couple years um, because it was a need. Um, and because I have kids and I think, well, I should probably help watch them. Um, but so there are times that you serve out of need. And then the second thing, serving out of skill. A few years ago, I started by talking about introverts. I am a Myers-Briggs certified practitioner So I did a workshop on Myers-Briggs for the whole church just for fun. That's something that credentialed. I could charge a lot of money, but I thought this is a gift that I have that I would love to share with other people who would be curious or want to learn about these things. Um, So that was an example of serving out of gifting. Not that I'm like the best teacher on it, but it's really fun to talk about Myers-Briggs. So if you ever want to talk about that, you can come talk to me about that. Um, but those are my, my two thoughts on uh, the how, how to serve. So I'm going to throw up a slide. Or they're going to throw up a slide. I'm going to sit here and ask them to um, on the areas that we have needs for serving. And you can take, it, take a look at the, the list of things that are on here. And you can think, is that a need that I could fill? Maybe. Or maybe that's a need. I actually have skill in that area. I should contribute. So those are the two kind of things to think through as we go through this list. So the tech team, thank you, tech team, for serving always. That's not an area of skill. Yes. If you have or if you are currently serving or have served on the tech team, do you mind raising your hand? Got a few people. If you have, yes, clap. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. If you have specific questions like, Jen, what was your experience serving with the tech team? You can go talk to her and ask her questions. Yes. Um, so the tech team, we're looking for people interested in learning to run lights, projection, or produce a Sunday gathering from the booth. Uh, the producer this week um, is Kristen Bader. She basically helps people get organized and know the plan and stay on track with the plan. So that's what producing is, if that sounds like, oh, what is producing?
1: I have a quick question. Yes. I see the word learning on there, and I am inferring that I could join this team with a skill level of zero out of 100. Is that true?
0: Yes, that is true. Thank you for asking. Good Thank question. You. <laughs> yes, you don't have to have any skill. You can just uh, learn. Um, we'll go to the next one. Sorry, my, my phone's reflecting on the screen. Operations, creating a physical space of peace and freedom for all people to be welcomed. I did this one for years, I can really talk about this one with more authority. This one's awesome. You don't really have to talk to anyone, you just set stuff up. It's like so simple. There's like a checklist and you just do the checklist. This one really anybody can do, really. Um, I think it's great. You also don't have to think in advance or like prepare myself, like, what am I going to say if this person says this or whatever? You just show up and you do this stuff. So operations, if you've ever served on operations, do you mind raising your hand? Boom. Lots of people. You have questions about operations, go talk to those people. And then the next one, worship to create an open, inviting space to encounter God. This is not one you want me on. Um, But if you have skills in this one, This is probably when you more need some skill to come be part of the team. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Hopefully we have good (laughs) self-awareness. If you've served on worship. Why did you look at
2: me when you said that?
0: (laughs) Sam is a drummer. Did anyone know that? He's a good drummer. Um, If you've served on worship team, can you raise your hand? Yay for the worshipers. If you have questions about worship team, talk to them. The next one. Greenhouse. Raising children into living relationship with Jesus and cultivating, it's supposed to say healthy families, but health families is good too. Um, So greenhouse. uh, This is one specific challenge. You might not feel skilled with kids. You can still sit with kids. Um, Anyway, there's that. Next one. Oh, I guess I should say, who served in Greenhouse? Yay! Yes, I love it. Yes. Right, so you would take a turn like once a month or once every other month where you would be willing to sacrifice missing what's going on in here to serve, Um, but it wouldn't be every week. We wouldn't ask anyone to serve every week in Greenhouse except for Becky. Sorry. Because um, <laughs> we want people to be able to sit in here. But thank you for asking a question. I like questions.
2: And I'll do a quick plug for our uh, weekly podcast that we have. You can catch up on the sermons uh, online as well if, if you miss a Sunday. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's good. But not the next day or not the day of. You have to give it a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, creative. it's true um we are looking for photographers and designers who want to help us tell our story well um I'm just curious this seems like a really creative crowd it always has our church has always attracted a lot of really creative people if you feel like you are a creative would you be willing to raise your hand
1: Everyone's creative. Everyone's That's creative. Part of what the Imago Dei, the, the image of God in you, is yes. his ability to create and your ability to create.
0: Okay. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm
1: passionate about that.
0: I'm glad you're passionate about it. I wouldn't call myself a creative. I would say that I have areas of creativity, mostly in the realm of sports, but okay. for fitness. Do you invent any sports? I I should. <laughs> Uh, anyway, creative, if you've served in that area, do you mind raising your hand? That's probably a smaller crowd. Yeah, right here, right here. If you have questions about creative, what would it look like to serve on that team, you can talk to these guys who raised their hands. Um, I'm going to check my notes to make sure I'm on track. There was one other thing I was thinking about this um, this morning or last night. When I was praying through this service and just asking the Lord what he would want to say about it, um, I was thinking about how our culture uh, says this thing to us that we've talked about as a community before. So this is more just a reminder um, that sometimes we think that because something is hard, we shouldn't be doing it. Have you heard this thing? Like you, you have this this thing that you're told by our culture, if it's hard, you shouldn't be doing it. Because it's not true uh, the Lord asks us to do hard things all the time parenting is super hard um, doing whatever role whatever the Lord asks you to do just because it's hard doesn't mean it it's not from the Lord so that's like just a specific challenge as you think about is there a community group I'm supposed to sign up for am I supposed to serve whatever just because it's hard doesn't mean you miss something does that make sense okay good I think that's what's happening happening? ah one more category what's happening we are looking for people who enjoy sharing what's happening in the community from the stage on Sundays although I think it should be Katie every week because (laughs) she came up with this great idea of tattooing our words (laughs) it wasn't you well you shared it from the stage so I'm giving you the credit Anyway, if you're interested in coming on the stage and talking about what's happening, um, that's another area of need. We need someone who wants to come up and talk about what's happening. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be Katie every week. (laughs) Only Katie. No, we need more people. I think that's all the serving options. We are going to give some time at the end for you to actually pull out your phone and look at that list more thoroughly. Um, so you have time to reflect and sign up for what you feel like the Lord's asking you to sign up for. <gasps> Questions? Yeah. Yep. So I'll have you pull out your phones in a couple minutes, and you'll click on areas of interest, and someone will reach out to you. Every Think? day for the rest. Every day for the rest of your, <laughs> your <laughs> life. No, and just clicking on interest doesn't mean you're committed. So if you're like, what would it look like to work in Greenhouse? Am I committing every Sunday for the rest of my life? And you don't want to click interest because of that? You can click interest and someone else can reach out to you and explain what that would look like. Giving?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to talk about giving. Um, uh, Obviously, like we can... Uh, be here on Sunday morning. Give our time and uh, serve in different areas. And then another way we can give is uh, through our finances. And um, <clears throat> you know, as Christians, uh, as as you read through Scripture, there's a uh, expectation it seems from the Lord that Christians are to be generous people. So um, you know, we want to uh, you know follow the Lord's direction in that as a community and and build a culture of of generosity here and and within ourselves and be willing to give um and you know uh giving can can look like a lot of things but uh specifically finances can be uh, a pretty scary thing and um you could put up that picture um this this is my son Theo so um, <coughs> our son our yes <laughs> our, son. Yep, our son yes um so when you get tired of uh listening to my voice, you can just look at him. Um, But yeah, so Theo is, uh, he's he's been learning to crawl the past several weeks and um, he is enamored by the stairway in our house, which is a little scary for me as a parent. And uh, uh, he's just so fascinated to learn how to crawl up the stairs. And the other day I was um, watching him, I was behind him and letting him figure it out, climbing up, working really hard, and learning, um, you know, what, what he can and can't do on on the stairwell. And uh, I, there was, at one point, uh, he kind of rested back a little bit and thought he could just kind of, like, fall back. And, uh, you know, it's like, ugh. <laughs> um, and so, I actually, I just let him fall, and then I caught him. So, he would learn, you know, like, when you, this is there's a danger element to this and um so then you know he was fine he, I caught him and set him back up and he and but I, I looked in his eyes and I could see he's like now I'm a little nervous about this um and you, and you could just see that and I and I ind- as an individual that's kind of how I feel sometimes as I'm growing up into an adult which I'm Thirty-six. I still feel like I'm still <laughs> trying to become an adult. Um, uh, my journey with finances has been like, oh, I'm really excited to like learn to be a generous Christian and like be obedient to the Lord. And with every dollar I have, and then sometimes He asks me like, okay, on this journey, I'm going to ask you to do something a little scary. You're learning how to crawl up the stairway, um, I, and just like. Oh, like I'm giving money, and this feels scary to be generous in this moment because I'm not totally sure um, what's going to happen when I need to pay a bill or when I need, you know, money for something else. And I just want to encourage you guys, like, as um, you know, you're you're learning as an individual how to manage your finances and how to use the resources God's giving you. Don't don't be afraid. Um, to go on that journey with the Lord and to take some risks here and there and to be generous with your money. It's a, it's a big part of what the Lord's called us to do. Uh, and many examples in the Bible show Christians being very generous people. And uh, just be willing to, to be on that scary adventure uh, with the Lord. And as a result, you're going to learn, like, oh, I actually can do this, and it's going to open up more opportunities for you. I don't think just in finances, but in other areas of your life, because you've worked on this skill and build muscle with the Lord, like climbing up the stairs so I can have this ability. And pretty soon you'll be walking up the stairs. And, you know, then, I don't know, Steve's going to do parkour. And uh, just kidding. (laughs) But, yeah, it's this this opportunity for us uh, as individuals to really step out in faith with the lord and just okay lord i'm going to i'm going to be generous with this this money that i have or with this time i have and i'm going to trust you that you're going to catch me if i do you know something that's a little scary um yeah so um yeah it, it, that's just re- so like comforting to me to think like okay the lord's the lord has got me and you know so many times jesus talks about won't the Lord take care of you if he takes care of the, the birds of the air and the lilies of the field? And and I often forget that myself. Like, okay, I've got to make sure, um, you know, there's there's going to be no emergent, you know, there's emergency funds, and I'm not going to make a mistake. And that's, that's not what the Lord asks us to do. So obviously, like, for the, for the past couple of weeks, we've um, been talking to you all, asking you about the 30 for 50 campaign, just so we can have some, some more um, stability with our church budget. Uh, right now, I think we're at 15 people, so we're halfway through that goal, so thank you, all of you, um, yeah, for, for being willing to do that and being generous, and uh, if you are still thinking about that, considering uh, being one of those 30 people that's gonna give $50 a month, um, yeah, I just encourage you, like, really seek the Lord, and, and if, he's, if it feels scary, uh, to do that, but you, you know, you know, he's asking you to do it. Be willing to take that step and, and grow uh, in your faith with him. Um, yeah. So uh, we're going to transition kind of into our regular um, giving time, and then in this time as well, you can uh, I think you can go to citybeautiful.ch/praxis. No, you cannot do that. No. Okay. Yes. Go to the weekly. Um, For like all the the uh, community group signups and all the areas of uh, tech neat or not tech the serving areas Uh, and then to give um, we'll have that information on the screen as well Uh, citybeautiful.ch/give or you can text uh, the number and um, yeah as as Steve uh, mentioned you know we have this this vision for this year of uh, from the throne there's the I'm forgetting. Flows the river of renewal. Yeah, flows the river of renewal, and so we just want to make space right now for you to go to the throne. Ask the Lord, like, Lord, uh, what? How am I to serve? How am I to participate in City Beautiful Church? How am I to to give uh, with my finances this year? And let's let's start there. Let's start at the throne, asking the Lord to lead us. And through His kindness, uh, He's going to renew um, our lives this year. In, in so many different areas, not just, uh, like, my religion box, you know, I guess. Um, he, he wants to renew every aspect of your life and your thinking. And, uh, yeah, so we'll give you a few moments for that, and um, then we'll go into worship.
0: This has been the City Beautiful Church podcast. To stay connected, follow us on social everywhere at citybeautifulch. We hope you join us again soon.